Hello, and welcome back to Resurrections and Adam Warlock and Thanos Podcast. I'm your host, Al Sedano, and the issue we'll be covering today is... Well, we won't be covering one. Sorry. Yep, no issue this time. But having some computer issues that I've been working through, the laptop that I've been recording the podcast on since it started, in fact, I've had it for, I figured out, about 10 years now, is kind of dying. It doesn't really work very well. It uh, decides after about half hour, 45 minutes of use, I'm going to take a nap. And it turns off. So, no worries. Turns out, thanks to my father-in-law not wanting it anymore, we have a older, but still workable, Mac. It's actually been sitting in the closet for the last two or three years. Because I insisted, no, let's not get rid of that, we could use it. And then when my laptop started dying and I was looking at new ones to buy... My wife looked at me and said, why are we spending the money? We have that map you made us keep. Use it. I hate when I have to, you know, actually follow up on the things I say I'm going to do. But I've actually figured out how to mostly use it. Right now, the only thing I've left to test is whether or not I can actually record while on Skype with other people. So if I can get that done, then we can get back to the show. So I'm hoping... We, well, we have this episode going out, we shouldn't really have any gap in episodes, and the next episode should be out in about two weeks. So, that's the plan. Hoping to record with Brian so we can finish off with Captain Marvel 32 and 33. Get back with my brother so we can finish recording the Deadpool Thanos series. And then after that, John should be coming back and we're going to be recording the Jim Starlin Adam Warlock run. So that should be cool. Besides that, one of the things I wanted to go over um, for everybody... We have a Thanos series now, ongoing. I think it's, what, Jeff Lemire and Mike Diodato Jr. doing it? Now, except for the most part, anything new we've been doing has basically been the Starlin stuff. The Thanos Annual, the uh, Infinity Revelation, and the other two Infinity original graphic novels that Brian and I will be doing after we finish Captain Marvel 32 and 33. Thanos vs. Hulk. Deadpool vs. Thanos is really the only thing new we've done that has nothing to do with Starlin, but that's kind of outside of continuity. I mean, it's in there, but it's not. It's just kind of a bit of fun. So my plan was to kind of not really cover the Thanos series as of now. One thing is that it's not Starlin. I mean, we will be covering non-Starlin stuff that's current. Just I was kind of waiting until we got to that point in God knows how many years. Plus... I do like the idea of looking at these books from a historical vantage point. We're not guessing what's going to be happening next month. We know what's happening next month. We know what's happening the month after that. We know what's happening 5, 10, 15, 20 years down the road. And I kind of like having that viewpoint of this for the majority of stuff we're covering. But I'm curious what everyone has to think. So please write in, tweet, whatever. Do you think we should start covering the Thanos series, or should we leave it for a while? Let me know. Alright, so I do have a little something we're going to be doing this episode. I'm hoping it works and doesn't fall, fall flat on its face. But first, I have a promo to play, and actually, that's something else I'm going to talk about that I almost forgot about. Well, I was talking to my brother, and one criticism he has is he is not a big fan of where the show just stops and the promo starts. He would prefer some kind of, I don't know, announcement or something about that this is going to be a promo now. Now, a little peek behind the curtain. When I'm recording the show of somebody, we just record. 
And then later on when I edit, I kind of cut it up a little bit and sometimes move things around. So put the promo in here. Maybe I'll put the little adverse stitcher over here have, you know, between this part. Again, curious. What do you guys think? You like it that way? Or would you prefer either me putting in something of me saying, hey, now we're going to go to a, take a break and go to a promo? Or even like a musical interlude, you know, pay, play a little bit of the opening or closing theme and put that in right before and after the promo? Or do you just not care? Well, with that, we are going to go to a promo now. It's for a newer podcast coming out called The Fight. It's by Paul Showens, who is one of the co-hosts and founders of GeekPod. And I'm pretty sure... Have we... I know I've... I know I've mentioned them at least once or twice, and I've retweeted some of their episodes. I can't remember if they've actually done a, a promo. So, either way, listen to this show that you're about to hear the promo for, and go listen to GeekPod. I'm going to put a link for both of them in the show notes. What do you do when your world falls apart in the span of a single sentence? What does that do to a person, to an entire family? Join me, Paul Showens, for the fight monthly audio diary and podcast form designed to tell the story of a special little girl embroiled in a struggle against an incurable disease. Told from my perspective, this ongoing narrative is a raw and painfully real look into the worst moments of a family's life. Okay, so I'm here again with my wife, Kim. Hello, I have Phoebe voice tonight. <laughs> okay, so we're going to try a little something new. So hold on, I'm going to bring something out. So, the other year, I mentioned we moved from Jersey. And the other, and while we were doing that, I had a job working at Walmart overnight stocking. Like five times a week for about six months. It was one of the most horrible six months of job working I ever had. Anyone out there who's doing that, you have my sympathies. But there was something I saw there a lot. And eventually I had to have it because what did Dr. Lecter say about things? how do we start wanting things? What do we, how do we covet? Yeah, we covet the things that we see every day. Exactly. It's why the covet thy neighbor is such a hard one not to do. I'll ask you about that later. <laughs> so anyway, I saw this. It is a Marvel Comics trivia box. Okay. Well, decent sized box. Now, here's the fun part. When I opened it up, this is not everything. And I, already, I opened it up a while ago. Spoiler alert. Spider-Man doesn't jump out of the box. <laughs> this is all that was in there. Just this little stack of cards. This box is like what? How big is it, would you say? Uh, six inches. It's a six inch by six inch cube, I'm thinking. Yeah, and this is only like, what, two, three inches of cards? Yeah. Yeah, this all was packaging in the middle. Yeah, no, I believe it. Kind of a waste of space. Well, it's, I guess, if you, if you think it's a cool box. Oh, it is kind of cool. So it's a trivia game. Now, we're not just going to play the game because you need three or more players. And you probably wouldn't know the answers anyway. No. But I want to have a little bit of fun. I want to see, I'm curious how hard they are. Spider-Man really... was bit by a spider. Although I do have these picture cards that came with it. But Superman doesn't do well with kryptonite. Superman's not in here. Oh. These oh, are Marvel. It's Marvel. Yeah. Sorry. 
But um, I'm, mi- I'm mixing up my worlds. I'm curious how hard these trivia cards are, so I figure I'll have you ask me a couple of the questions. I want to see if I get them right or not. I want to see how hard they are. Only Thor can pick up his hammer. You know that. But yeah, it did come with the picture cards, which are kind of cool. Although these picture cards are all like 70s version of the characters, which is kind of funny. The bite of an irradiated spider granite high school studer- student Peter Parker. Incredible arachnid-like powers. Green Goblin. He is Spider-Man's greatest enemy. It gives a lot more information than I'm giving you on the card. <laughs> Ghost Rider. Whenever innocents are harmed, the bad boy biker transforms into a being of mystic fire. That's one I never really got behind. Hawkeye. An archer with perfect accuracy and a quiver of trick hours. All right, you know... That sounds like a porn. Do you know who Hawkeye is, though? Yes, I do know who Hawkeye is. But that description sounds like a porn movie. Uh, I think a quiver of hours has always sounded like a porn movie. That's definitely a male invention. Just want you to know, quiver of arrows, that linguistic is a male invention. Just like missiles are shaped phallically. It's not a coincidence. Thor. He is the Norse god of thunder, master of storm and lightning, heir to the throne of the legendary Asgard. My kinsman looks like a Ken doll in this picture. (laughs) Daredevil, he dwells in eternal night. Black Panther, with the sleekness of a jungle beast. Wow, (laughs) way, way too many young boys really having a hard time getting women sometimes when I read these. <laughs> so I'm just looking at this going, yeah, that's a 14-year-old really trying to figure out how he could be cool to impress the chicks. Um, hint to any 14-year-old out there, stop worrying about how to impress the chicks. I promise all those popular jock guys are going to be pathetic beer-bellied idiots in five years. Keep the course, be the smart guy, be the guy that earns a good living, and you'll get the best woman. You just have to wait a little bit longer. But if she's the best woman, you're not going to have a problem once you get there. <laughs> the man called Nova. No idea who this is. Yeah, he's not been in the movies. Actually, wait. Guardians of the Galaxy, the Nova Corps. Remember all those the soldiers? Uh-huh. Based on that. Brash youngster Richard Ryder was randomly recruited into the Nova Corps intergalactic peacekeeping force of supersonic warriors never really gotten that how is a military force peacekeeping we call them that anywhere in the real world so it's not like they made that up i just was saying that i've never gotten that i meant yeah i meant it universally it's a nice euphemism yeah (laughs) you know that one is obviously yes the incredible hulk he walks down the street looking very lonely. I don't think the card says That's that. the one better Cumberbatch is playing. Oh. Well, he kind of looks like uh, Rhett Butler and Errol Flynn. Dr. Strange. One neurosurgeon, Stephen Strange, was a man like most others. Because neurosurgeons are a lot like other people. Yeah. Wealthy neurosurgeons are like most others. Well, they're still men or women. Okay. I'm just pointing out that that's actually that's actually a, 
a honed and very specific skill that, no, the average person couldn't even pick up a book and do. They just said he was a man. They didn't say he was, you know... There, there is no YouTube video to make you a neurosurgeon. Are you sure? Yes. Have you looked? Yes. Okay, just check. <laughs> Neurosurgery, no, but I have looked to see if there's how-to YouTube videos on medical care because I'm just curious about some of the creepy stuff people post. And yes, there is stuff that should not be posted on YouTube and nobody should ever follow. Got it. But no, nobody's in an operating room showing you how to perform neurosurgery. The She-Hulk, a blood transfusion from her cousin. Okay, that just gets weird <laughs> right there. Why, that the Hulk has cousins? No, that anything that green happened because of a blood transfusion from your cousin. Well, when your cousin's the Hulk. Yeah, just Black Widow, Natasha Romanoff. Who needs her own movie? I think a lot of people feel that way, whether they really like the character or whether they just really like her. I go with a little bit of both. Yes, most men do. She's a hottie, no question. Captain America, you get some super juice. That is the quintessential male fantasy right there, Captain America. Hero hire. For hire. Oh, Luke Cage. Sorry, didn't see the top part. It's not very... Yeah, it's not really, yeah, it's kind of, it's in white on a white background. It's a little hard to see. Yeah. And it's much smaller than Hero for Hire. Yeah. So, that's why I was confused. Well, like, it's funny what kind of, ver- like, this only came out a couple years ago, I think, but, like, this was the font for his book in, like, 72. I mean, it was already changed by 1980, completely different by 1980, or now. I don't know why they use this version. It's really weird. Like, these are all old versions of them, a lot of them. Except for She-Hulk. She-Hulk was drawn, in, like, in the early 90s from the artist. Yeah, maybe maybe they maybe they want to throw back to you know pure comic book fans. Possibly. I mean, people just starting out with comic books don't know the yeah. history and don't know that Spider Woman. I don't think I need to read them all. No. Black Bolt. Never heard. You know this one. Mm-hmm. That would be Iron Man. Iron Fist. It's the one that's coming out on Netflix in a week. Hmm. Dr. Octopus and the Falcon. <laughs> All right. Dr. Octopus looks like if a if this particular drawing of him. If an Oompa Loompa made it. <laughs> okay. With uh oh, she was the temporary director at Hogwarts that was Oh, the headmaster. Yes. Um Oh, God, what is her name? She like cats. Yeah, but what is her name? That's what he looks like. It's if her and him, if her and an... Oompa- Dolores Umbridge. Yes. So if Umbridge and an Oompa Loompa mated, you would have Dr. Octopus, which actually makes sense in a whole lot of ways. Yeah, well, Dr. Octopus, yeah, he's always looking like that. He's not exactly... A squat orange man with really bad glasses. We see him on TV all the time. That's true. That's true. Cheddar Head is all, all on TV all the time. Yeah, actually, it's funny. Um, and and the, for the record, before anybody gets on the Trump bandwagon A or B, I was born and raised in New Jersey. I worked in New York City. There were two celebrities I hated seeing and saw more than any other one. One, Al Sharpton, disgusting human being. Two, Donald Trump, disgusting human being. 
I grew up in an area where the man has always been a disgusting, reprehensible human being. My hatred for him has nothing to do with his election. And Hillary sucks, too. Okay, so these are the trivia cards. We're not yes. gonna, obviously, we're not going to do all of them because there's way too many. <laughs> just pick a couple. We'll do a couple at random. and just let, I'm just curious if I get them or not. They're not really good for that. We'll just grab a couple then to do. Okay. You'll do all of them at once. Not really good for that. They're not good for mixing. Just so you know, if you like good with your cards and like handy. Well, just you, use part of them then. You don't have to I use know, all of them. I know. I was <laughs> just trying to do some like fun Vegas shuffling. And well, they're kind of square and awkward. Yeah. <laughs> like most teenage boys. <laughs> Sorry, I'm kidding. So we're going to do these questions and uh, play along. I just want to see how well you do too. Let me know. Yeah, because I have to ask him because him asking me, it's just going to be, I'm just going to start. Unless it's been in the movies. Yeah, unless it's been in the movies. And more importantly, if I don't know it at this point, I'm a little um, caffeinated and punch drunk. So what's going to happen is I'll just start shouting out random stuff from like fairy tales, which won't really help people. All right. So in what superheroes comic did the Punisher make his first appearance? Does it, is it just to ask, answer the question? Do they give you, like, multiple choice, or...? Nope. Okay, uh, Spider-Man. Very good. After Norman Osborn is arrested for the Siege of Asgard, who dons the Iron Patriot armor? And this, you do have multiple choice. A, Bucky Barnes. B, James Rhodes. Or C, Rick Jones. James Rhodes? Very good. Ooh. I only did because he did it in the movie. I don't remember reading that. To what cabinet position is Tony Stark appointed? Homeland Security? Close, but now. Damn. Secretary of Defense. Remember, it's a cabinet um, position. So that's not cabinet? Oh, that's right. It's not. No, Homeland Security is a division. It's like FBI. It's right. You're not in the cabinet. Right. Duh. Yep. Nope. Okay. Secretary of Defense. What was the name of the man that designed and built many of the Punisher's weapons? Oh. A. Buzz. B. Microchipped. C. Tinkerer. Microchip. Very good. I'm just mixing them up. That's why you see me shuffling. Okay. Most issues of Marvel Team Up featured what superhero working with another member of the Marvel Universe? Spider-Man. Very good. What powerful heroine wields the sword Dragon Fang? And rides a winged horse named Aragorn. Valkyrie. Very good. The choices were Hellcat, Merlina, or Valkyrie. Yeah. So that's where my my buddy author got the name for the dragon from. Um, Christopher Poloni writes that whole series of books that I told you that I want to finish reading. Okay. Is that the name of the dragon? What did you say it was called? Dragon Fang? Aragorn. Oh, no. Oh, yeah. Um, well, Aragorn's comes from uh, I know, Lord it's of the Rings. Lord of Rings, too. Um, or maybe I'm getting it wrong. Maybe it was something very similar to that. I don't know. Brain is fried. Mila Donovan marries what marble superhero? Daredevil. Very good. What is the villainous name of the crime lord Wilson Fisk? Godfather, the prince, or kingpin? Kingpin. Very good. What assumed dead, former wife of Hawkeye, Turned out to be alive, as well as a prisoner of the scrolls. Is it multiple choice, or is this just... No. Uh, 
Is it a code name or a real name? It looks like a code name. Mockingbird. Very good. What weapon of Odin does Norman Osborn try to steal during the siege storyline? Mace, sword, spear. That one? Spear? Very good. Really? Yep. Awesome. I just guessed that one. True or false? Cull, a god of fear, that started the fear itself story is Odin's father. False. Do you know who he is? Brother, I think. Correct. True or false? She-Hulk helps her cousin, the Hulk, in the Battle of Manhattan in World War Hulk. Mm, False. Do you know why? Mm, Don't remember. She fights the Hulk. Oh, oh, well, yeah. Obviously, if she's not helping, she's fighting. What is the name of the prehistoric jungle land located on the continent of Antarctica? The Savage Land. Very good. What superhero team did Sharon Carter join as Agent 13? Secret Avengers, Young Avengers, Thunderbolts. Um, I don't remember any of them. Uh, Secret Avengers? Very good. No, he can't see the cards. I'm not looking at them. I'm not giving him any signals. Oh, we'll see. I, I am reading through these, trying to figure out... Is an astounding trivia knowledge of comics. This is a lot of memorization. I mean, I know enough about comics, lots of intertwined worlds, overlap. I'm in trouble again like last time. Yes, you are. (laughs) (laughs) I've got the long people. (laughs) But it took... Now time this, guys, and, and use it as a warning. When we were getting married, it took him nine months. Nine months. Nine months to get me two addresses from his groomsmen so we could send them something. You know, a piece of paper that might tell them when the wedding is, the wedding that they're supposed to be in. Nine months. Puppy, come here, do something cute. And, and, and you need to understand, these. one of them was a family member of his. One of them was apparently one of his best, one of his best friends from high school. So... And one lived in Brooklyn when we lived in Jersey, and the other one lived in Jersey, like two towns over. I mean, he could not remember. You have to understand, this wasn't like laziness, wasn't procrastination. It was, hey, hon, did you get me those addresses? Oh, no, I forgot. It's a line I want tattooed on his forehead. So I'm trying to figure out. How he can't remember those things. Hey, hon, did you finish looking through your health insurance paperwork yet? (laughs) He doesn't know the answer to that one. But see, I do. I'm like the great Karnak. (laughs) I was doing my podcast and I ran out of time and realized I had to take the trash out. (laughs) Answer given. All right, let's get to a trivia question. True or false? The first Spider Slayer robots were built by Alistair Smithy. Or Smythe. I think it's Smythe. Oh, true. False. Really? The originals were built by Alistair's father, Spencer Smith. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. Drax and Gamora are both infected by what alien race during the Annihilation Conquest event? Um, 
Oh, uh, Phalanx? Very good. True or false? Spider-Man battles the chameleon in the first issue of The Amazing Spider-Man. True. Very good. With what villain did the Punisher work during his first Marvel Comics appearance? The Jackal, Norman Osborn, or Bullseye? Jackal. Very good. Iron Fist has a tattoo of what mystical creature on his, tre- on his chest? Is it multiple choice or is this just... Nope. It's a dragon. Very good. Uh, Shaolun? Shall... It doesn't. It oh, just okay. Says, it just asks what okay. it is. Okay, um, good. Gangster Stephen Lords is actually what demonic foe of Ghost Rider? A Blackheart? B Deathwatch? C Faust? Faust. Faust? Faust. Uh, Deathwatch? Very good. Really? Yeah. Remember that? Wow. True or false? Ant-Man helped cure the Hulk of ALS by shrinking down and repairing Bruce Banner's afflicted DNA. False? True. I'd never heard of that story. Parker Robbins is better known as what supervillain? The Hood. You didn't even need your multiple choice. What was the multiple choice on that one? The Hood, the Taskmaster, Master, the Shocker. (laughs) Shocker. All right. We'll do one more. All right. Nicholas McCobb, who tells Daredevil that he's protecting a child that's a possible antichrist, was actually what Marvel villain? Oh, Mysterio. Your choices were Mephisto, Mysterio, or Bullseye. So, not super hard, but I mean, well, it might be worth it if you see it, because there's some fun ones here that you might not know. Okay, so we did 23. Let me see how many I got right. Or got wrong, I should say. One. Two. Three. So I got three of them right. Wrong. Okay. Okay, so I got three out of 23 wrong. So if you were playing along before I answered, let me know what you got. Right. So I just have a quick question. Mm Mm-hmm. Like, how long ago have you read some of these? Like, The Prisoner of the Scrolls from... Mockingbird. Uh, secret, that was Secret Invasion. That was only like a few years ago. Okay. Savage Land, The Continent of Nard. Oh, that's been in there for decades. So there's no... That's not like just one storyline. That's in there a lot. All right. So to play the memory game further. What were the things that your wife asked you to do while she's away for the next week? <laughs> Again, this is just a life lesson for all you spouses out there. Or soon-to-be spouses. Never talk to your spouse. <laughs> yeah, never talk to your spouse. And uh, I'm mowing the lawn. Yes. I'm putting down the stuff for the uh, the weed. Yes. And I'm putting down stuff for the bugs. Yes. And I am looking up a new vet for the air in the area for us. Very good. Yay! He didn't get them all, but he got the most important ones that we've discussed more than once. What I miss. I don't know. I have it written down. That's why I write everything down. That's not fair. That's why I write Trick everything answer. down. You can't ask the question and they go, well, I don't know what the answer is. Well, I would know it if I heard it, but I have it written down. I don't. <laughs> yeah. I don't trust my memory for everything. That's why I write it down. If I had to trust my memory for it, I, I, I go with my father's famous line, 
There's only so much room in a brain. And after a certain amount of knowledge, you actually have to let some knowledge go in order for more knowledge to come in. Yes. And considering I read legal documents and insurance binders and contracts every day. Yeah, I, I think I'm allowed to make my lists. Okay. Well, thank you. Oh, you might... This card actually might be interesting to you because this is to do with the movies, sort of, where they went originally. Because these are all movie characters. What member of the Avengers married the Scarlet Witch, the Vision? And you know the Scarlet... I don't know if they... Actually, I don't know if they mentioned her name in the movie, but in Avengers Age of Ultron, because we finally... We both... I saw it in the theater, but we both finally just watched it last week. Those are the two new ones. The speedster... The fast guy was Quicksilver, and she was the Scarlet Witch. Mm-hmm. And you know who the Vision is? He was the guy that came oh, to Oh, yeah, life. yeah, yeah. True or false, Captain America was an original member of the Avengers. And that's false. The original members were Iron Man, Thor, Hulk, Wasp, and Henry Pym. And he was Ant-Man. Ah. Uh, have we seen the Wasp? Not really, but she's going to be the next, the Ant-Man sequel. Oh, okay. Well, Iron Man and Thor rule. That's how I feel about that. All right, well, thank you very much for the trivia, playing along with the trivia and the life lessons. <laughs> he married me because he does love my sense of humor. And he loves my That's what I tell humor. myself. <laughs> actually, no, the real reason he married me. That's is what she tells me. Actually, the real reason he married me is because I've heated seats. Heated seats are good when it's cold. No longer good, though. We don't use them much anymore. Hmm... What, you hoping for a cold snap? <laughs> well, good night, everybody. Good night, Trixie. <laughs> Where's Trixie? Uh, the, um... What show was that? Honeymooners? Was that the Honeymooners? I don't know. Trixie was our Carney's wife. This is it, the limited collector's edition gold foil chromium embossed promo zero. Welcome to Four Guys in a Comic, a weekly series of podcasts talking about all things comic related. Four guys are Red, Rusty, Tap, and Nova, and me, Live or Die, the voice of all the mayhem. We'll be bringing you promos every Wednesday, followed by a fresh podcast every Saturday. You can subscribe to Four Guys in a Comic on iTunes, Google Play, and Podbean. Follow us on social media on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, LinkedIn, Musical.ly, and on our website, fourguysinacomic.com. We also have a super awesome hotline where you, our listeners, can call in to tell us what you like, what's on your mind, and what you want to hear. Dial us up at 682-4-A-COMIC. That's 682-422-6642. Be a part of our world and let us bring more comic joy into your lives. We look forward to giving you a bow, bam, smack, and have you come back for more. By the way, everyone, Four Guys in a Comic, whose promo you just heard, put an episode out this past week where they do an interview with Jim Starlin. I haven't listened to it yet, but I do understand they do have some talk about some of the recent stuff he's been doing with some of his upcoming projects. So I'm going to listen to it, and if you are as interested in Starlin as I am, which if you're listening to this, you probably are, go listen to that right now. Well, after this episode. Because there's more stuff coming. Really. It's good, too. Hopefully. 
it's the time of the show where I assault your ears with my begging and pleading for feedback. And I did ask for that earlier in the show about my questions about the Thanos ongoing series and about whether I should announce promos or just play them in like I have been. So please send me some feedback. You can, of course, this is a podcast, go leave a review on iTunes. An awesome way, and I would love you forever. Or, you know, a little while at least. You can also contact us on Facebook. We have a page for the show. Just type in uh, Adam Warlock and you'll find it. The show is a Tumblr page, resurrectionsadamwarlock.tumblr.com. Stuff's posted there, new episodes are posted there, go check it out. You can also get us on Twitter, at AdamThanosPod. Send me a message. And, of course, email resurrectionsadamwarlock at yahoo.com. Now, speaking of Tumblr, last several episodes, I've been thanking all the people who have liked our Facebook page. I want to do that for Tumblr, too. Here's a problem. On Facebook, usually a name. Even if I can't really pronounce the name, or really screw up pronouncing the name, it's still a name. Tumblr, it's a little different, as you're going to see. I'm going to try and do this, but (laughs) it's weird. The first few people who I would like to thank for liking our Tumblr page, Sphinx Magoo, Sistine, Castellan Hortense 6B809 hyphen blog, and Local Jersey Music hyphen blog hyphen blog. Thank you. Whatever you all are. <laughs> Can't really tell from those names if they're even people or not. For all I know, they're bots. All bots follow me. I have no clue. But it boosts my ego, so that's what counts. On our Twitter page, by the way, where I do post new episodes, the last episode, episode 56, was retweeted by John M. Wilson and Tracy Alsop. So thanks to both of you. And it was liked by one protected account. So, mysterious person, whoever you are, wherever you are, I understand your need for secrecy and anonymity. Just want to let you know, thank you for your like. Speaking of feedback, by the way, just so you know, I had mentioned this a while ago about putting stuff up on eBay. I'm still selling stuff on eBay because I have way too many friggin' comics and they need to go because I just don't have the room. And I'd rather get rid of, sell the ones that I don't really read so I can keep the ones I do want to read. So I'm selling a whole bunch of them on eBay. My eBay name is A, little a, 090275. If you see anything on there you want and you win it, let me know that you heard about that through the show. And I'll make sure to throw in a little something extra for you. Finally, I just want to let everyone know that there is a new website out called The Pop Culture Palace. And, um, well, it started by me and former co-host The Buck. He did the Thanos vs. Hulk miniseries with me. And a friend of Buck's named Brody. And for the most part, Buck's talking about movies. Brody's talking about music. I'm talking about comics. So far, I only have one post up there. But there will be more to come. Plus, possibly another podcast through that show. I don't have all the details. I can't give all the details yet because I want to see what's happening. It's still being worked on. But when it gets closer to coming out, I will let you know. So go check it out. Thepopculturepalace.com This show can now be found on Stitcher. In case you don't know what Stitcher is, Stitcher is radio on demand. 
a free app that lets you listen to all your favorite shows, plus discovered from 20,000 others. Available on iOS, Android, Nook, and iPad. Don't have Stitcher? Download it free today at Stitcher.com or in the App Store. Well, that's it for this time. Thanks, everybody, for joining us for this little different episode. Hopefully the computer issues will be fixed by the next time so we can actually have Brian on to do Captain Marvel 32. Before we go, I'm going to play something from the Feathers and Foes podcast. They're doing a comic-themed March Madness uh, event slash contest, but I'll let Ashford uh, tell you in his own words. So here's that, and then that's it. Bye. Welcome to this special Feathers and Foes sports update. I'm your host, Mark, along, as always, with Ashford. Ashford, how are you doing in this middle of March? I'm excited about this March Madness, Mark. And for those of you who don't know, March Madness is the name for the insane college basketball tournament that's going on. But here at Feathers and Foes, we love basketball and we love comics. We're going to combine the two. We're going to give you the first annual Feathers and Foes March Melee. Ashford, tell us how you came up with this idea and how it's going to work. All right, so what we want to do is to give the listeners a chance to have a little fun with us. So we want to start this whole bracketology thing at, with a tournament of superheroes. Isn't that right, Mark? That is correct. And traditionally, well, now anyway, the March Madness bracket is 64. So what we did, Ashford and I, along with a couple of our podcast buddies, got together and made a list of characters, which we then took out the repeats, and then we ordered them, ranked them 1 to 64, made four different brackets, so you have four brackets of 16. They will meet in a Final Four matchup. There will be a final between the top two of those 64 characters, and then we're going to pick a champion. So, Ashford, tell us who we're going to work with on this tournament. Yes, uh, the two of us, of course, and then we have Sarah, of the Bertinelli.tumblr.com blog where she gives updates about Helena Bertinelli and the Birds of Prey in general. We also have Ryan Daly of Power and Fishnets. He also does a podcast called Give Me Those Star Wars. And to keep it uneven with the fifth person, we have Tim Wallace of the uh, Court Industries blog. And now he's doing a podcast with FKA Jason Beatlemania about all the Blue Beatles. And just to reiterate, we took these 64 at random. There was no list we pulled from, no set order, other than once we got the names, we told the people to rank them in order of importance. So when we put it together for the brackets, you will have some of the bigger names in the top seeds. So now what's interesting to me, Ashford, about our bracket is there were some very interesting names left off. You know what, Mark? Not only were there interested names left off, there are about thousands of names left off. So, like we were saying, this has a this tournament bracket has a finite number of sixty-four. And what we did is we got five other podcasters. Four of them, including the two of us, were able to submit names. Sixteen. So just imagine, uh, we've been reading comic books for a long time, and you tell someone, "Give me." Your top 20. I can't give you a top 20 of anything. I want to put 14 people at number one. But since this was a finite number, what we did was, like you mentioned before, we said, give us uh, your top 20. 
And then, as you mentioned before, we eliminated any repeats. And this is what we have. So we're doing this, like you mentioned, we're not doing something where we went to a magazine where they did a top 100 list of heroes. We just ask each one of us, give me your top 20. So we all have different tastes. We come from different walks of life. So uh, priorities will be different from all for all of us. So uh, I imagine this as far as when you were a kid and, and I'm using this as far as growing up in the 80s where access wasn't available to you like it is now. Like you can get anything on Amazon.com. That is not a plug unless they want to be a sponsor. No, I'm just joking. So basically you're limited on what you could buy. Also, if you had a budget. So the thing is, you know, when I was a kid, I would bring my toys to my friend's house and they would bring their toys and we would have a big battle royale. And maybe some of the kids, they left their finer toys or we called them men's at home because they didn't want to get them stolen or scruffed up. So maybe they didn't even bring their best. So it's just how many you could carry in your hand or whatever little traveling device you had. And you're not going to be able to carry 1,000 characters, just a limited amount. And that is what is on this tournament. So for those who got left out or yeah, it was it was some surprising ones, Mark. I'll say, I'll say the two off the top of my head are probably The Flash and then Ghost Rider. But remember, all the big teams in the NCAA, they don't make the tournament every year. And there's a lot of sc- small schools that sneak in and wreak havoc. It's going to be the same type of thing. Your favorite character may not even be on the bracket, or your favorite character might win the whole thing. And with that, let's take a look at these brackets. Now, we're going to give you the standard naming of the bracket. So top left is going to be Northwest. Top right is going to be northeast. Bottom left will be southwest, and bottom right will be southeast. But based on the top seed in each bracket, we're going to have a little bit of fun and give the bracket a nickname so we don't have to say top left or northwest every time. So with that being said, the top four seeds and number one seed in each bracket are as follows. In the northwestern bracket, we're going to call that the Daily Bugle bracket. Spider-Man is the top seed. In the northeast or top right bracket, that will be the Metropolis bracket. Superman is the top seed. In the bottom left or southwest bracket, that will be the Atlantis bracket. Aquaman is the top seed. And rounding out the top four seeds is Batman in the southeast bracket. That will be the Gotham bracket. That's so very strong. It, it's going to be uh, that is that is a really strong top four but remember they could all be out the first round now if you follow the basketball tournament a number one seed's never been upset so we'll see how that goes but uh it's gonna be look this is gonna be a lot of fun right off the bat uh i see just so many intriguing matchups we have hellboy versus archie andrews of riverdale fame that'll be a fun one we've got Snake Eyes from G.I. Joe versus Lobo. That would be a crazy battle. Then we have uh, Kyle Rayner, one of uh, our favorite Green Lanterns, versus Doctor Strange. That would be wild. And just to just to reemphasize what we're doing, this is how much do you like the character? What does the character mean to you? What does the character mean to the history of popular culture? This isn't, hey, uh, you know, Hellboy could use his magic arm and take out Archie, no problem. Uh, this isn't anything like that. We're not battling in, in a toy box. 
this is just your love for the character. So the five people that are being asked to vote, it's going to be what does that character mean to them? How long have they known that character? What does that character mean to society? So it's going to be very intriguing. This is not a a, a battle per se. Uh, this is going to be just your love of the character. Anything to add to that, Ashford? Just the fact that I'm very excited. In addition to, if you want to participate in this, you need to go to feathersandfoes.com to print out the bracket. We also post it on Twitter, but I, I think if you go to the website, that'll be the best way to, uh, to access it. So what you're going to need to do is go to feathersandfoes.com, click the image to print out the bracket, fill it out completely. Uh, there are instructions at the bottom to give you more information about like how a bracket works as far as a tournament. And then scan it in, email us back at feathersandfoes at gmail.com. And if you would like to win a prize, um, Mark, why don't you tell them about the point system? Well, how it's going to work is quite simply, for every matchup you pick correctly, you're going to get a point. So right off the bat, in that Daily Bugle bracket, if you think Spider-Man is going to win out over Catman, and and the group picks Spider-Man, then you get a point. Uh, in the next matchup, if it's, say, it's Spider-Man versus Jonah Hex, and you pick Jonah Hex, but Sp- Spider-Man wins then you're going to be out a couple of points because Spider-Man's not going to continue. He can't keep getting you points into the finals. But at the end, even if you don't pick the winner, heck, even if you don't pick the the final four, you still have a chance to come out with the most points because this is just a point per matchup. So we think that's the most fair way to do it because this thing is going to be crazy unpredictable. So if you pick the, the most matchups correctly, you deserve to win it. So it's one point per correct matchup picked. So just choose very carefully whoever you think is going to go a long way. Just keep picking them, uh, and you're going to get a point. You get a point for every round that that character wins. And it, and if you so right off the bat, let's say if you pick Spider-Man, and in the bracket that Spider-Man will face, if you pick Black Bolt over Jonah Hex, that's two points. But then obviously your next pick. You can only pick one of those characters anyway, so if you pick Spider-Man, then you have a total of three points by the time you reach the Sweet 16 in that bracket. So you, you get a point for every correct answer. We're going to add them up. person with the most points wins. It's that simple. And there are five podcasters, so with each matchup, the best of five, so let's say it's three for Spider-Man, two for Catman, obviously Spider-Man will advance to the next round. Right, there's going to be an odd number of panelists so that every time someone's going to win 5-0, 4-1, 3-2, what have you. And it's going to be interesting, Ashford, because some of the first rounds, it might be really quick, like no-brainers. Um, but when it gets into the later stages, the Sweet 16, the Grade 8, the Final Four especially, there might be some arguing back and forth. There might be some people needing a minute to you know, take to the air and plead for the others to vote for their character. And here's why. So it's going to be very interesting. And you know what? Uh, this isn't a spoiler because they can go to the website and look at it right now. But we got to wrap this up. But let's just mention one of the first rounds. It's 
Huntress versus Black Canary. And we did not plan that. As yeah. Feathers and Foes and uh, podcasters and Birds of Prey fans, that's just one of the things that happens in March. That's just a crazy, crazy matchup. This will not be easy. It will not. It will not be easy. So, guys, hey, until next time, cheers. Go to feathersandfoes.com and fill out this March Madness of Heroes bracket. Get a scan in. Hopefully, this will be uploaded and you can listen to the podcast with this bracketology on March 15th. And then there's an explosion. (laughs) Yeah, cool. Resurrections, an Adam Warlock and Thanos podcast, is a fan-made production, and no copyright infringement is intended, or happening, or even understood. The opening music for this podcast is Intro Pompeii by Lino Rise, and the closing music is Dark and Dramatic by DJ Puzzle. Both are licensed by the Creative Commons license. You can find Lino Rise at free-intro-music.com and DJ Puzzle at peaceloveproductions.com. Links to both can be found on the Tumblr page. understand your need for secrecy and anonymity. Ah.